0: The Jesuits and spiritual directors of Ignatius House Jesuit Retreat Center invite you into prayer. As we begin our prayer time, we pause for a moment, rest our bodies, and sense God's loving gaze upon us. God is here, inviting us to be still and know that I am God. Today, we ask for the grace to see each person that we encounter as someone who is deeply and unconditionally loved by God. Today's reading comes from the first letter of Peter. The end of all things is at hand. Therefore, be serious and sober for prayers. Above all, let your love for one another be intense, because love covers a multitude of sins. Be hospitable to one another without complaining. As each one has received a gift, use it to serve one another as good stewards of God's very grace. Whoever preaches, let it be with the words of God. Whoever serves, let it be with the strength that God supplies, so that in all things God may be glorified through Jesus Christ, to whom belong glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. This week's contemporary voice comes from Catherine DeHuick-Doherty. We have to begin to love one another in the fullest sense of Christ's teaching. But to do so, we must pray. It is only through prayer that one can follow Christ to Golgotha and up onto the other side of his cross, and to become free through his ascension. The immense problems of war, of social justice, of the thousand and one ills that beset our world. These can be solved only if we begin to love one another. When we begin to see love, respect, and reverence of Christ in the eyes of another, then we will change, and society will change also. Let these words sink into your soul. This week's reflection comes from spiritual director Allison Umminger Madison.
1: We're looking today at these two wonderful passages, the first of which is from um, St. Peter. And as I was reading that and meditating on it, I kept thinking it was exactly the kind of uh, passage that invites us to Alexio Divina that is, like, to choose one part that's really speaking to you. Um, the thing of, thinking about the ending of things, like things that are passing away, Um, thinking about is my prayer life serious and sober? Um, Is my love intense? Um, Am I using my gifts uh, in the right way? Am I hospitable? Do I complain? I have to say party of one, I'm a bit of a complainer. So that was the part that spoke to me. And I really had to sit and go, hmm, how could I be more hospitable without complaining? Um, So I would invite you as you uh, read through that passage, to let yourself choose the word or phrase that really speaks to you and pray with it and spend some time with it. Um, As I said, complaining is something I struggle with, but what really really spoke to my heart was that idea of an intense love that covers all sins, Um, that if we know how to really love each other, uh, it it makes things more okay. Um, Given the news these days, and I think we all are are in the same news cycle, it can feel like um, we live in a very divided world, a world where people are so separate. And I thought, because I just got back from vacation with some friends whose son, Rose Crew, about the idea of Peter as a fisherman and someone who spent time in boats with lots of other people, many of whom who were very different from him, I'm sure. Um, and this young man who, who rode Crew was saying that he learned uh, as, as a team that in Crew, the fastest rower and the slowest rower, the strongest rower and the weakest rower all crossed the finish line at the same time. And that that really taught him something, not just about thinking about the individual, but about the whole group and working together. And I thought, wow, that's a great way to think about prayer. Like how can prayer teach us to love more, to realize that we're all in the same boat together? So I wanted to get to that second part, that second meditation uh, that we have here, which tells us to, to really spend time in prayer and that prayer increases our ability to love. What does that mean and what does that look like? I was struggling myself with one of the people in my own life who is, uh, you know, a little more challenging for me to love in an in an easy way. And my own, uh, one of my spiritual directors said to me, uh, "Do you imagine God looking at that person with great love?" And I thought, "Wow." I really don't, but I did take that as a challenge and I made it into part of my prayer for the next week Um, instead of just saying the person's name or, or, you know, moving quickly through a list of people, you know. um, I really imagined God looking at this person with great love, with just thinking this was the neatest person in creation, Um, and it slowly changed my heart and my attitude. So I would invite you in your prayer this week or in this month, especially when you find people who are challenging, to look at them the way God looks at them, which is with unconditional love, acceptance, and deep delight, Um, because I do believe that's something we need more of if we can look at the people who seem so different from us, who maybe have different ideologies, um, different politics, different uh, interpretations of religion, to just really, really, really know that God loves each and every one of us.
0: Speak to God in these final moments about whatever is stirring in your heart. God, please make me aware of the gifts that you have entrusted to me and grace me with the knowledge of how to use those gifts to build a more loving world. May I see the world and those around me through the lens of your deep and unconditional love. Amen.